Welcome, everybody, to episode 54 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. We are talking winter 2018, first impressions. So excited to get started. My name is Jeff. I'm here with Carlos. What's up, everyone? And Logan. Yo. We are the Anime Arcade trio of wonderful opinions and comments. <laughs> and uh, we have plenty of those, I think, to talk about today with the, with the shows for this season. The first half, um, this is part one, we'll be talking about the other half of the shows next weekend, but um, really enjoyed this uh, chat with you guys today. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to get into the to a new season uh, and kind of share our thoughts, and hopefully uh, this will help you decide uh, what to watch in this upcoming season. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty chill, laid back season, <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> but oops. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think. Uh, at least I had my phone out on my Crunchyroll app and other apps for these other shows, adding shows to my queue pretty much throughout the podcast. So um, as I commented at the end of the show, which you'll hear me say again, it's kind of weird to say I'm saying it now. I also said it at the end, which I'll say it at the end. Anyway. <laughs> You're going in circles. Uh, I'll be You're watching. sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch a lot of shows this, this season, I have a feeling, because there's a lot, a lot of good stuff. So at least it seems to be. Well, with that, uh, why don't we move into this new season and uh, introduce our lovely listeners to uh, everything it has to offer, or half of what it has to offer. Enjoy half. (laughs) See you soon. Thanks for listening. guys be willing to spend on a office chair mm. uh, i think mine was a little over a hundred and even then like i don't know the, the super cheap person to me is like you could just get a folding chair and then i'm like no but you really want a good chair because you sit at your desk a lot um so i don't know like 100 100 to 200 max and that's like like I don't know, Jesus's chair that like massage, like angels come down and massage you and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm just a really cheap person. So I'm the worst person to ask. (laughs) This, I'm going to post a a chair in our chat that looks like the most complicated chair I've ever seen. Okay. Let's do our best to like visually describe (laughs) this chair. Um, Oh, so this chair has like this weird pillow that's two pillows below. Yeah, two pillows. It's like a a back pillow, like a upper back and a lower, like a neck pillow and a. Huh. And is that a footrest underneath the seat? Yeah, it totally folds out into like it's like a recline. It's like a a poor man's recliner. (laughs) Oh my god! Look at that! Yeah, look at the second Uh, image. Oh, there's different degrees. (laughs) Working. Ninety degrees is working. A hundred degrees is gaming. <laughs> Who games what? at that angle? Why are you sitting like that? A hundred... hundred twenty degrees reading. is reading, guys. Uh, I mean, I, reading. I actually kind of... So this chair leans back almost flat, like into a bed. Yeah. For the resting position. Uh, for, yeah. For where for it's resting. at, like... 
I would be so scared about 90 degrees over. for me is is working and gaming and then 100 degrees reading. is reading like i i, I like to kind of okay, lean back okay. when i read yeah, yeah, yeah. but like like yeah 120 and 150 yeah i'd be terrified of just tipping over oh my god that bottom pillow is a massage pillow oh is it <laughs> uh i feel like i would like this modes. chair because it does have this thing that kind of pops out from underneath it and like you know makes like a leg rest um and when i'm sitting in office chairs i kind of like to put one of my legs up under me or kind of put one up on the seat. And I feel like that would make it really easy to do that. Um, we're, but yeah, no, this is a we're an adverti- super complicated we're, chair. We're an advertisement podcast now for, for furniture. <laughs> uh, we never said, never said the name of the chair. Oh, that's true. Just so describing it. I've been told by my um, HR that I am entitled to expense up to $300 for a chair. So You could uh, you could get this chair, I could, Jeff. I could totally get this chair. You were just telling us that uh, that, that your standing desk is, is giving you knee problems because, you know, we're all old now and yeah. we have these problems. <laughs> standing, yeah. Standing all day, like stationary, definitely. Now, my back is in great shape, but my knees are uh, not in great shape, so... I, I need to do a little bit of both. <laughs> nice chair. No, this is good. And when I went to, um, I'm surprised to see the price actually, because when I went to like Office Max and was shopping for chairs, 300 seemed like it wasn't enough to get a decent chair. Like those chairs are so outlandishly overpriced there. Um, so looks like Amazon is where I want to be looking for a chair. Just, just kind of like before <laughs> we get into like the main bit of the, uh, the podcast today i'm kind of curious like for you guys and and you know audience if you guys want to want to chime in and tell us do you guys like watch movies and play video games from a computer chair strictly or do you guys like i know that like a lot of people uh, on our discord uh like they'll only watch certain things on their like they'll only watch anime on their ps4 which is um weird for me because i actually only watch anime on my pc so what about you guys Mm, yeah see that's like I used to watch anime pretty much exclusively on my um, MacBook and sometimes on my PC. But now that I have a TV in my room, I watch it all on my PS4. Mm, Okay. What about you, Jeff? Mm. Um, For me, I've never had like a really comfortable office chair to sit at um, at home. So sitting at the computer was always kind of a hassle. So yeah, I I either lay in bed with my tablet or my phone or I watch it on my TV with the PS4. I can't imagine watching anime on my phone. I... I Seems do it like every now and again when I'm when I'm really tired, but I'm like, crap, I need to watch the next episode of like, uh, for example, last season, uh, my girlfriend is a, was a, is a show bitch. I watched every episode just before I went to bed on my phone because I'm like, mm. if I'm going to have to force myself to watch this. So I might as well watch it just before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I much, ideally, my favorite place is, you know, lounging on the couch and putting it on the PS4 and watching it on the tv so uh, it, might, it might be <laughs> it might show how kind of like obsessive i am but like uh whenever i watch something or play something on the ps4 or you know on the the tv just outside my room in the, the living room um uh, i always feel like crap i could be doing con while i'm watching this <laughs> because i'm super <laughs> obsessive about that game and i'm like i don't want to miss you know, my ship's coming back. And yeah, I can have the laptop out, but that's kind of clunky. I don't know. That's, that's what I do, is I'll just have my uh, MacBook out with Conclay on it, and I'll just watch anime. I always feel bad, too. Like, if if I... It, it always seems to happen when I'm watching stuff, but, like, I always feel bad when I'm when I'm watching stuff out, out uh, on the living room, 
and uh, I have my laptop open and I look at our Discord and there's one person in the voice chat and I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to my computer. Let's. I need to. <laughs> I need to make sure that people aren't like, like. If, like poor Nate right now. <laughs> yeah, like poor Nate right now. There's Nate's just chilling in our in our gaming room, our gaming, gaming chat. chat. Probably playing League of Legends. Uh, no, no. Most of the time, it's like DJ or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally need to just start popping in when I because I I don't see anyone in there a lot of the time and I won't pop in because no one's there and um I feel like people would see me in there if I did and potentially join me. So that, I just need to start doing that when I'm I have some free time. Wow, Jeff, you're so humble. <laughs> <laughs> what? He said, he, did, I, did that come across no, no, as i'm a... joking i'm joking i know I, <laughs> I know what you meant but I, the way uh the way you said it can be taken as ah oh, i'm so damn popular that when i come in of course people are good <laughs> oh yeah i know you're not like that no I was joking. Yeah. no yeah that just you know it might encourage someone to to pop in that also is I mean, thinking it, the same way i am it's true i mean but... you do have the best voice out of the three of us no yeah. that's not true <laughs> um so yeah what do you what do you guys been up to it's been a little while um we're uh i think we've all been busy with with things other than anime too i, I know i've been playing monster hunter uh monster hunter world which i don't i don't think i'm alone i think it's been a pretty pretty popular release um mm -hmm. and i know logan you picked it up as well right yeah i picked it up but i unfortunately haven't had a lot of time for stuff this week so i only made it through the like uh the opening cinematic and kind of like that first mission like i just got to the the base and i went into the uh training area and tried out a couple weapons cool um but yeah i haven't really made it much farther than that yeah so i, I i'm enjoying it I, I played the wii version of monster hunter many many years ago and that was out and i think that's the only console release that that's ever that game's ever gotten no. over here and no, <laughs> no, yes. Monster Hunter. I want to say one was on the PS2. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. So, um, so my experience with the series itself has been limited, but I loved it when it was on the Wii, and I'm pretty excited uh, for this game. It's it's been a lot of fun. Um, pretty big learning curve for me, anyway. You guys are I've, uh, tempting me so much with this game. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it it's cool too. I mean, I know like there, I've heard complaints, and I've had a little bit of issues with the multiplayer on it um but we created a, me and a couple buddies created like a guild and basically when you log in you just choose the game the server for your guild and um, it makes it very easy then if anyone just join if anyone posts a quest everyone that's on that server can join um that particular quest so that seems to make it pretty easy especially with like a group like we are we can all just join the same guild and um play together but what uh what weapon are you rocking i've been having fun with the the proto axe i think it's called um it's an axe that switches into a sword um you can switch Ooh. it back and forth between an axe and a sword essentially you you charge it with the axe form and then once it's charged up you can turn it into this like crazy like lightning sword thing <laughs> um huh. and that's been fun uh i also old school i, I like the lance i played with the lance a lot when i was um uh, playing the Wii version, so that standing there with my shield up, poking monsters to death, is just uh, fun for me, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, so many weapons, though. Oh yeah, yeah, they added quite a few. I'm I'm glad that they ported over because I I played um a lot of Monster Hunter on the the PSP um 
Oh, it was a great game. Uh, actually, a lot of my my buddies uh, from the ship uh, are playing it. I, I see they they made like a, a Facebook group and they included me in there, even though I don't have the game. Um, <laughs> and we used to play a lot. And I'm I'm really glad that they ported over the uh, what the hell was it called? The Insect Clave, the one that that came out for the three on the three DS. I love that mm-hmm. weapon so much. It's like a, a spear, and you can pull vault onto the monster's back and like kind of wrestle them to the ground. And it's got this mm-hmm. like uh, this bug that you can send out, and if you hit different parts of the monster, and the bug comes back to you, it gives you like different buffs. It's a like a a really intuitive weapon, like that just kind of like you, you're doing a lot of different things rather than just slice, 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 slice. You know, just and then run away. Yeah, see that that I haven't even had the heart to try that weapon yet because it looks so complicated. Oh, it's so but, much fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited too. Another complicated one is the sword and shield that turns into like an axe. You charge it with the sword and shield, and um, then you the shield like attaches to the sword and it turns into an axe. And um, that's got this really crazy mechanic too, where you have to like reload. You t- you take the charge from the sword and shield and you load it into the shield, and then when you turn it into an axe, you do extra damage and stuff. It's it's really hard to use. So I, I've kind of given up on that one for now. <laughs> Um, I, I might I might pick it up, but I just I don't think I'm gonna have the time. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I'm having fun with it. I'm it's it's a fun game for you know just okay. I have a meeting in an hour, so I've got about an hour that I can watch anime or uh, play a you know hunt a monster, and it's a nice thing to just kind of do in between things, which is working out for me. So, um, cool. What have you been up to, Carlos? Playing anything? Uh just. <laughs> uh logan's a, a buddy of logan's got me into well nate we just said his name a little while ago um got me back into everquest which is an mmo from 1999 <laughs> so some of our listeners might not have even been alive <laughs> when the game came out i don't i don't know i don't know how Ugh. how young our youngest listeners uh but um uh, yeah i i've just been it's, it's a game i can play and listen to podcasts i've been trying to catch up on and be a better podcast listener uh and uh yeah oh yeah uh speaking of that uh andrew chris uh congrats by the way for on uh on being able to to vote in the or being what are they called panelist judge a judges judge. yeah Panels, in the yeah. Crunchyroll awards that's super cool oh that is super cool yeah congrats to that they got invited i guess uh-huh uh they, they only andrew's name is up there because you know they they didn't want you know i, I guess he said they didn't want the, the one podcast or one group to like skew the you know be like a weight on the mm. uh, the scale, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so uh, Andrew's up there uh, as a, a panelist or a judge or whatever, which is pretty, super yeah, cool. Really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, congrats! I think that was that well, maybe next. That year. was that uh, like uh, uh, the thing. Yeah, Chris yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris was pretty tight-lipped about it, but he's like, he, he kept telling us just wait, something was coming, and and uh, yeah, that was a that's a pretty good payoff, Chris. Definitely super cool. Yeah, congrats, guys. That's that's really cool. Um, hopefully, hopefully, better things will win awards this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people are saying that uh, My Hero Academia is going to be the uh, uh, the Yuri on Ice of this year. <laughs> Well, it deserves it. And not to say Yuri on Ice wasn't like a pretty decent show, but it didn't deserve to win a lot of the awards it did last year. I mean, we we talked that to death, though. Okay, well, do we want to just hop right into the main topic here? 
Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, we are first impressions winner 2018. We're we're giving our first impressions of uh, the first first impressions of 2018. Can't believe we're already here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what have you guys just before I guess we get into each show? What have you guys thought about the season so far? Are, are you feeling like it's a pretty good season with the shows you're actually watching? Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a great season so far. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. This season, and I guess I'll we'll we'll definitely get into it. But um, for me, uh, this has been a really great mix for me, like just of shows that hit everything I kind of like. So it's a nice balance. Whereas like other seasons, they've been good seasons, but they've been seasons like heavy on one side of of stuff I like. Well, I'll get into it, and, and uh, mm-hmm. towards the end, I'll, I'll probably explain what I mean. Yeah. Um. I mean, speaking, I think, of being on all sides, and I knew when I drafted my shows that I was going and, you know, three, I drafted three shows and it was like three totally different directions. Um, and the first show I'm going to talk about today is actually Junji Ito Collection, which is the uh, the horror. Um, we don't see too many horror shows come out, actually. So it's pretty exciting, I think, to see this kind of episodic horror show released this season and um logan kind of turned me on to it while we were drafting uh, and it um it definitely has been an interesting ride so far uh each episode's kind of given you like at least two stories sometimes you'll get mostly one and then like a couple minute you know just a quick snippet of a story um this this show's definitely giving me everything i love about japanese horror like the really creepy disturbing kind of stuff um there's no jump scares. It's just like really like simmering kind of creepy horror that Japanese, you know, horror and storytelling is just so good at. Um, really corny though, <laughs> at the same time. Uh, some of these stories are just so corny and goofy. Um, but somehow it's super enjoyable all at the same time. Like I'll be watching it and I'll just be recognizing, yeah, this is just a really goofy story. Um, and sometimes the payoff's not really there and it's just like, wow, that's, that's disturbing, but eh, like that was an all right story. But, um, I, I love, I'm loving the show actually so far. It's, it's one of those shows that I'm really excited to see the new episode come up every week. And, um, it's, uh, there's not too much more to really say about it, I guess. It's just, uh, it's, it's scratching that itch. I wouldn't really call it certainly not your traditional horror, just, um, kind of creepy little, 10 minute stories, I guess on average. Okay. Um, so would you say like, obviously you'd say probably say like uh, fans of horror, this is a, a good one to watch this season. Um, mm, but I would, I I'd give it a shot for sure. There, and it's, you, well, I'm sorry. It, go ahead. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead. What were I was saying? just going to ask, are there any stories that like grabbed you? Like, like episode this, you have to watch this one. Cause like, like one that like you would say, this is the reason why you should watch this show or do you think maybe one's coming later? I imagine if they have like a story like that, they're saving it for their, you know, for the like the high point of the season, midpoint of the season, maybe a little later. Yeah, but. I wouldn't say any of them I've liked particularly more than the others so far. They've all been a couple of the really short ones were kind of like um, and a couple of them really kind of make you think, too. There was one that was particularly talking about like a guy in his dreams and his um this guy's dreams were feeling like they were lasting a really, really long time. Like he'd wake up in the morning and he'd feel like he was in a dream for a year 
Um, And it was kind of, it made you think like, damn, like what would that be like to wake up from a dream and have the dream have felt like you just went through a year of your life? Um, And it it was playing, it was doing kind of interesting things there. So it was just, there's some of the stories kind of make you think, I guess, like that, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Right on. But um, yeah, that's really not, I don't have too much more to say. I would definitely say give that show a shot, especially if you're interested in, in horror or Japanese horror. Um, it You'll know pretty quickly, I think, if it's for you. Uh, I, I was, you know, after the first one, I was interested, so. Yeah, it's definitely uh, an interesting style of art, too, from what I've seen. Um, okay, so moving on is a show that uh, I'm watching. It's a short on High Dive right now, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, once Logan has a little bit more time, he like, I will not be alone watching this one. Uh, it is <laughs> Takunomi. Uh, Takunomi is a story of a 20 year old, uh, girl named Michiru, uh, who goes to the city. I forget if it's Tokyo. Um, but she goes to, a to an all woman like boarding house. Um, and there she meets up with, uh, four other or three other girls, I should say. And they are all. Uh, saying big drinkers implies like alcohol alcoholics, but I mean, I guess they kind of are, but it's, <laughs> it's one of those shows where it's like, Hey, let's watch these girls social drink for a little bit. Um, hmm. which is, it, it's a short. So essentially what you get is, is a, like a little minor issue with Michiru. Like for example, in one episode, um, she goes to her job and she's in a suit expecting, you know, in, you know, needing, expecting to need a suit where I'm working at a, you know, a big time business. And what she finds out is everybody's pretty much a business casual all the time. So she has this, <laughs> this minor crisis where she's like, I don't know what to wear. What do city girls wear? And uh, they go over this long thing and then, Oh, Hey, by the way, now that you've done all this, let's have a drink and here are some snacks. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's not really something that's going to blow your mind, but if you, if you enjoy beer or alcohol and, and snacks, then, now you have new ideas. Um, how uh, how long is it? It's like a 10-minute short. 10, okay. 13 minutes, uh, something like that. Okay. Um, that's a good length sometimes. I, I think that especially for shows like that, it's a, it's a nice middle length. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's fun too to, uh, <laughs> to watch them. Like they don't they don't all drink to like the point of drunkenness. It, it's funny that uh, Michiru herself is this um, – this 20 year old, you know, in, in Japan, uh, 20 is the legal drinking age and the age of uh, when you're considered an adult, um, which never made any sense to me here in the States, why 18 is adult and 21 is the drinking age. Um, <laughs> although 18 year olds shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> Trust me. Right. Uh, <laughs> in a lot of cases, 21 year olds shouldn't be drinking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that, that, uh, um, message was dearly bought by the way <laughs> uh but uh, uh no she's she's uh like yeah like 21 she michiru is 21 or sorry 20 and like um she's already like a um she's not a lightweight she's she's somebody who could drink and drink and drink and not get drunk and all of her roommates have been drinking for a lot longer than her um so that's she's one of those characters it's kind of like uh really really you're not a lightweight even though you've never had a single drop in your life. I guess there are people like that <laughs> out in the world, but I was not. Um, so, uh, being a lightweight's awesome because it's so much cheaper. Oh yeah, you're cheap <laughs> drunk. That's great. 
<laughs> Trust me. Um, yeah. So if you if you like shorts and if you have high dive, uh, because this one's on high dive, then uh, give it a watch. It's it, it'll hold you over. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can say for shorts. So still, <laughs> still good though. Still good. Yeah, that sounds sounds like a it sounds like a good good short at a good length. I, I really do like the shorts at around that ten minute length, so that's cool. Uh, moving on, uh, this one is actually Logan show, I think. Right? It you you is... drafted this one? Yes, this is this is mine. It's uh, Miss Koizumi loves ramen, or I think actually it's Miss Koizumi loves ramen noodles. But that's just too long of a title to actually say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. Uh, pretty much what it sounds like there's a girl named koizumi who pretty much all she cares about is ramen um and uh there's another girl named uh uh you who is like obsessed with becoming friends with uh koizumi and it's just kind of like this just comedy show about her getting rejected over and over uh, when trying to hang out with uh koizumi and then know her stalking her to go get ramen or something <laughs> like that um this show is pretty much just like a love letter to ramen and all the different kinds of ramen um that can be found in uh japan and you know worldwide apparently um as they touch on ramen that you can only get in hawaii and stuff like that uh it's it's huh. funny i wouldn't say it's anything especially fantastic but it makes me smile, um, especially since you getting rejected usually leads to a funny reaction from her. Like she's, I, she's a, uh, I don't want to say a masochist, but she is very um, hard to. What's the word I'm looking for here? Reject. Like she's, well, she doesn't, she doesn't get down in the dumps very easy. <laughs> like she's just happy that she can actually talk to Koizumi. Well, she's even if she does get just a straight face no when asking uh, her to hang out. So she's kind of dense too. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. She's, I like, yeah. Go ahead. You know, I was just gonna say she's. It, it's it's you know it's cutesy. So it's like 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 it's like you said. There's there's not a whole lot of story here. But if you want to laugh, like, and you really 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 like ramen noodles or just ramen in general, I guess. Like, yeah, I. That seems a little a little too long to me. I understand why they drop noodles. Like, what else would you be talking about? Ramen broth, <laughs> ramen flakes. Um, yeah, I I do. I, I will say that like one of my favorite parts of this anime is the little music in between stories. It's like it's almost like a commercial, and it gets stuck yeah. in my head. I need it on da, my phone. Da, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. <laughs> Goes uh, um, so. Go ahead. Is this one of those shows that like kind of gets you excited um, to eat ramen? I, Absolutely, because I, mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely am, am would be interested in, in watching this just from the, the point of view. Like when I go to Japan, I'd be curious what kind of ramens maybe I'd want to seek out and try. Apparently, there are so many types of ramen. Um, I I had no idea. Yeah, if you if you're interested about ramen, you should absolutely give a, at least one episode a watch because. Man, it makes because me when I think ramen, I mean, I mean, people are going to probably roll their eyes, but I think of like those little cup ramen, you know, the little and they they talk about seventy nine well. cents, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, a cup of noodle. Um, Listen, 
If it ain't Nissan, something's missing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to add that in. That I, Evo, Evo. Evo Japan they uh, was sponsored by Nissan, uh, the the cup of noodles, and the, the English casters for it just had a blast with it, and I, it's been stuck in my head this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, cool, though. No, I, this is this is definitely a show I might want to check out just from the point of view of being more educated on ramen. Yeah, and if I like, whenever I find some time to actually do some cooking i definitely want to kind of experiment with different kinds of ramen because this show has definitely uh picked my interest and hmm. uh and all that now uh, there, uh, there is one one ramen i have to ask you about logan uh-huh what did you think about the pineapple ramen no absolutely not <laughs> there was totally a pineapple ramen I episode i know <laughs> and the whole time i'm watching it i got this big ass grin on my face thinking i can't wait to talk to logan about <laughs> uh, no. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, Logan. So you don't like pineapple? I thought you just didn't like. I, I thought you I didn't like, like pineapple on pizza. I like pineapple by itself. <laughs> Fruit does not belong in other food, especially hot food. It does not belong. <laughs> See, pineapple I actually like belongs in alcoholic drinks on. and by itself. Okay, that is well, it. Well, I'm gonna know next time I come over there. I'm gonna come with a pineapple pizza. <laughs> Look, that bit has already been done. It has been done. Has it? Yeah. Oh my we God, were at really? SoccerCon. You remember? We bought a yeah, pineapple we pizza. At Little Caesars, yeah. And you guys got oh, a pineapple we did, pizza. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been done. I it's totally forgot that. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, last, last little bit before we uh, can move on from this one. Um, my only hope going forward um, is that we kind of find out more about. Koizumi and her whole deal because if like if we don't find out anything about her or why she's the way she is she's just pretty much like an asshole <laughs> she is pretty much just like an asshole i don't i don't yeah. think we're going to which is kind of a bummer because she's a very bland character outside of her uh knowledge of ramen which is kind of disappointing i, um, I will say too uh, i mean and this is you know as a western guy i understand why they do it, and I understand culturally it's okay, but the slurping. There's so much fucking slurping in this anime. It's great. I love it. Ugh, that just I, – I was raised not to do that, so it, it just gets it, under my skin. It's, it's funny because, yes, I, 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 I'm aware that in Japan slurping is actually what you're expected to do when you're eating like noodles. But that – if I was sitting at the table with someone slurping their noodles like that, I, I would probably – it would grate on my nerves, I yeah. think. Look, you have to slurp in order to get that euphoric effect after you're done. In order to get food all over yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And splash the, like the sauce all over the front of your shirt and stuff. Yeah. That's why you got to tuck a napkin in. And do they, do they slurp with like spaghetti? Like spaghetti with tomato sauce? Because oh, that would be You know, really they actually messy. did have a ramen that had, um, that was, had a tomato base. And I was looking yeah. at it oh, like, okay. that's spaghetti. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> so ramen the, the difference between like ramen noodles and just what we're used to in the west the you know just spaghetti like pasta noodles is um it's made with like rice right uh no are, are ramen no, noodles no, rice no. noodles no 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 um what, ramen, what's the difference the, the, they're alkaline noodles or for the most part i believe you know it depends on the the type of ramen um huh. but uh here i'll pull up the wikipedia article I hope they're not made with egg because I'm allergic to egg and that would totally kill my dreams of trying out new ramen. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, ramen consists of Chinese style wheat noodles um, okay. served in a meat or fish based broth, often flavored with soy sauce or miso. 
Um, We're making the audience hungry. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm hungry. Uh, pause the podcast uh, and go go get you uh, go get you some Nissen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sponsored by Nissen. Nissen. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> I, I wish that'd be so great. Please sponsor us. Yeah, Nissen. please Nissen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I want like, iPhone with Nissen. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of different uh, kinds of ramen, but I think it's the noodle is fairly similar for the most part. Um. Yeah, if you're interested, go just Google ramen and dive into the uh, Wikipedia article on ramen. If, There's a lot. If we there. get anything from Koizumi, I bet you, like uh, on her backstory, I bet you anything. It's gonna be like she's uh, like Hotoru from Dagashikashi, where she's like the daughter of some uh, <laughs> of some ramen. Yeah, and she's just yeah, like obsessed head. with it. Yeah. So that would be cool. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay. So, but okay. now that we've we've thoroughly picked apart ramen, <laughs> yeah, we'll go into one of the ones that I um, drafted. No, this. Uh, and th- wait, wait. No, no, you're skipping one of mine again. Oh, am I? Oh, I am. My yeah, bad. Well, you are. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> well, uh, um, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> smoke <laughs> smoke bomb, and I'm gone. Uh, woo. <laughs> um. Yeah. The next one that we have on the list here is. Uh, uh, a show I drafted, which the it has weird pronunciations. In the anime, they're called Marhen Madhen, I believe is how they pronounce it. Marchen Madhen. Uh, Fairy Tale Girls is another alternate title. Um, That's pretty different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very different. There's like different or uh, uh, weird like accents over the a's in the uh in the title so you have to pronounce it weird 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 um but it's the story of this girl named uh hazuki who is like a an extreme bookworm and doesn't have any friends and kind of retreats into like her imagination or into a book into the you know fairy tale worlds in her head whenever she's you know in an awkward situation or whatever um, and then one day she discovers a book in her bag that she doesn't know where it came from. Um, and it kind of, uh, helps lead her to, um, this place. I can't remember what the name of the place is. Oh, it's going to kill me. It's like this other world. Like she, she follows this one girl to this, uh, library and behind a bookcase, after you say the word uh, Marhen, you it opens up and it's like a, a portal to another world. And she goes in there and it turns out this is, this book that appeared in her bag is a... Uh, um, I can't remember the name they call it. it. It's the Book of Cinderella and it allows her to become like a magical girl, essentially. <laughs> um Interesting. Yeah, become a a mahen. Is this uh, a magical? Like, would you classify this as a magical girl show, though? Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, there's transformations. Um, The book gives them, you know, magical powers. Um, The story isn't super clear uh, where I'm at. I haven't watched every episode that's out yet, but uh, I don't know. It's it's nothing that's going to blow you away. The animation's all right. I do like the character designs, but I I don't know. It's it's kind of 
bland so far. Nothing, nothing special. But I did not enjoyable. know it was Magical Girl. I'm going to have to start watching it. <laughs> yeah, and Magical Girl might be a bit of a stretch. I mean, it's like magic fantasy. I yeah, I guess I would call it Magical Girl. Yeah, I have. I have it's it's, it's worth a look. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wasn't aware that that was a Magical Girl show either, and um, I don't know. You know, I, I like that there seems to be a shift back to the old traditional Magical Girl as opposed to the dark Magical Girl that Madoka. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could even give it to Madoka. Madoka, I think uh, lyrical Nanoha. She kind of went dark a little no. bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this one's gonna be dark. It kind of like I kind of get little feelings of that. Where I'm at, it sounds like they're about to start a tournament of some sort. Like she's getting drafted into like this uh, magic tournament in this school that's in this other world. It's very strange. It's kind of hard to follow. They kind of just throw everything at you and don't really explain it. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. The mark of a great show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. I I'm not really sh- I wasn't really sure what to expect from that one. So like when I was choosing which shows to watch and which shows not to watch, I was like, eh, I'll wait till Logan tells me what what's what about this show. Yeah, I mean, give a give the first couple episodes a watch, and you'll you'll know whether or not it's yeah. for you. You, you kind of lost me a bookworm because I'm not a fan of the bookworm characters, but um, uh, Magical Girl definitely piques my interest a bit. So maybe maybe give that a shot. Yeah, yeah. the first thing that you when you said like the whole followed somebody and i'm like oh alice in wonderland like so <laughs> kind of yeah oh it god we were in totally different places i was thinking silent hill <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, a horror fan and uh I, I wouldn't say like i'm a big fan of fairy tales but i'm i this uh semester i am taking a british literature class and i like i guess that's where my mind was <laughs> silent hill. Uh, the first silent hill where your harry is chasing his daughter I, and he's like my my daughter I, my daughter i need to find my daughter I remember yeah that that <laughs> game was such a pain for me and anyway let's let's not dive into to 90s horror games um all right so uh going from from that show uh, is okay. <laughs> Once again, this is a show I drafted. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped the gun. Uh, this is uh, Katana Maidens. Uh, it's a show, I think it's based off of uh, a mobile game. And it's scheduled for 24 episodes, so you're not going to get the review for a little bit. Wow. Um, yeah, it surprised the hell out of me too. Uh, but uh, essentially, we start off in this world where there are these uh, demons called uh, Aradama. And they are... Like these big things that like attack like populaces like, and um, there's a elite for elite force of like religious police that are like shrine maidens that use uh, spiritual powers on top of their these katanas um, to uh, destroy these these things, and it's so widespread that there are schools for them, and they even have like competitions where they don't like kill each other, but they fight until one like loses their aura thing yeah, they have like these yeah magical uh shields that protect them from the blades or whatever mm-hmm. and so they um we, we come in on one of those tournaments it's like they're nationals i want to say um and the main character well it seems the main character is uh kami uh, eto and Ka- uh, kanami sorry kami kanami uh is the super ganky she loves this this fight like she's like 
gung-ho to win. And and the first episode, we get the tournament. She gets all the way up to to the finals uh, where she meets uh, Hi- uh, Hiori Junjo. And Hiori, uh, when the fight starts, instead of fighting Kanami, goes directly to attack Yukari Origami, who is the leader of... I, it's it's kind like of unclear. The but, origami syndicate? Yeah. Or like, well, like she's that. like the, the leader. From what it feels like, she's the leader of the these Mikos, these, these shrine maidens in general. Like, turning your sword against her seems like a taboo that's like sacrilege. Like, everybody loses their mind. She's got this elite guard that tries to take her down. And Konami is sitting there like, what the hell? Um, you know, we're supposed to have a match. And so she ends up, because Hiori is unable to kill uh, Yukari. And uh, he Konami jumps in and saves Hiori from being killed by the elite guard. And the, the anime thus far has been uh, Konami and Hiori on the run from Yukari. Uh, episode to episode, they're uh, running away and then somebody else like tracks them down and they convince them, you know, to stop tracking them down for reasons um uh and a lot of the people they send it to, to track them down thus far have been uh the other people that were at the tournament the other girls um in the latest episode we finally get some fighting with like the elite guard are finally sent to attack um and i i will say that uh at, like the first episode had me the second episode through the i want to say that we're up to episode five now second through fourth episode I was like, all right, this is, it was losing me. I was getting kind of bored. Um, but eventually it does uh, reveal some stuff about why this is happening. And now I'm back in it. Uh, it it, it mm. is getting a little interesting. There's a, there's a little bit of intrigue that I wasn't expecting out of a show like this. Um, what you're saying kind of making me think like Battle of the Week. Uh, it, would that be an accurate description? That's kind of what I, mean, I felt like more. early on. Uh, and it, it, okay. it's probably going to feel like that, like going forward, because it, it's again, it's a mobile game. So this is probably what you do in the mobile game. You just constantly fight stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but there is like a, a little bit of an undercurrent of like a story of uh, the origami group or syndicate, like Logan said, um, have some deep, dark secrets that Hiori is trying to like trying to oust, like trying to take them down. But because they're so high and so entrenched in their in their power, uh, it just um, That's it's, it's, it's an uphill battle. And these are high school girls going against you know uh, adults. Right. So how is the uh, how's the action in the animation? This is where it's gonna. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah have to take a step back. I I don't mind it. Like some of it's really good, but what they what they do is they do mix CGI with regular animation sometimes. And it can be a little just like just disjointing and a little tiny bit jarring for other people. I've, I've, you know, uh, definitely heard on our discord and on Twitter. Um, a lot of people don't like it. Don't like the animation at all. Um, I don't mind it, but then, uh, you know, I'm pretty forgiving with CGI most of the time. So, yeah, I tend to be as well. Um, but we're starting to see it done so well lately that I imagine a step back in the direction of it not being done well might be a little harder to stomach. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting right now. Um, we'll see where, where it goes in the next, um, in the next two seasons that I have to watch this show. Um, but I'm, I'm not really that sad about it. It's, it's holding my attention well enough. I, I will say that that in a season that is as strong as I think the season is, um, yeah, in a season that I, that is as strong as this season is, this is probably a meh show. But in other any other season, it might be a little bit stronger. Yeah, yeah. I will, I've only seen one episode, but I like I like the art direction. I like the character designs. Uh, the animation, you know, we'll see, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure the friend was going to die in the first episode somehow. Yeah. I, I was expecting, I, I don't, okay. So it's a, it is a mobile game, so I'm not expecting death. Like yeah. not knowing now that it's a mobile game, like early on when I first started watching it and I didn't know this, uh, I was like, uh, oh my God, someone's going to die because it gets very serious and yeah. uh, going into episode five. I think people can die. It's it's not outside the realm of possibility with some of the stuff that's happening. Uh, but I think most of the people are going to be are going to be good guys that die. So don't come in here expecting like, oh, what a twist! The the good person is <laughs> dead. I'm not expecting that at all. Um. So yeah, Katana Maidens. Uh, go give that a watch if that sounded interesting to you. Oh, uh, the next show. I think both of us are watching, right? Yep. You want to introduce it? Sure. Uh, the next show on here is one that was not drafted by anyone. Um, it, it is called Slow Start, which is the story about a girl named uh, Hana Ichinose, um, who, due to a, um, I guess, like, she got what? Uh, she got some sickness and missed her entrance exams. Um, so she got held back a year. Um, and now is starting her, you know, first year of high school, um, with all these other girls who are younger than her, but don't realize that, um, it's just kind of a, uh, it's a very cute slice of life show, um, about Hana, you know, being able to make friends with these girls after being very afraid that because she skipped a year and all of her other friends had, you know, kind of moved up and on, um, that she would be left behind. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's very cute. It's They do cute things. It feels like, like, if you're, if you were a fan of Is the Order a Rabbit or Kin Moza, like, you're going to like this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, For sure. The characters are all, you know, all have their different little quirks, kind of like in those shows. Uh, for example, uh, like you said, Hana is, her quirk is she's just embarrassed about the idea of being older than everybody and um oh momo is that you know really ganky bubbly character i really like momo a lot i think she's great <laughs> yeah she's funny um and there's a uh, kamori who is like this little uh she's a i, I want to say she's a rich girl I mean, she's like uh, su- yeah, su- yeah. super quiet and super like loves food but eats super slowly yeah <laughs> um and then and then Aiko's like the big sister type of the group, um, who just like who likes to. Well, in one of the new, latest later episodes, uh, likes to dress them up. Apparently, <laughs> so I mean, it's a slice of life. Uh, I I think it's it's great this season. 
uh, it's a nice, uh, it, it, for me, it's, it's a balance show Yeah, because like I'll watch, uh, one of the other shows that we'll talk, we'll talk about later or maybe in the next podcast and then I'll, I'll watch this. I'll be like, okay, I need to watch something cute. <laughs> yeah. It just, it makes you smile. Um, this is very kind of laid back and chill show. Uh, a great dad. It has a great dad, which is rare in anime. Oh yeah, parents. It has yeah, parents. It has parents, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, we're so used to just the kids living practically alone and their parents being business. And you know, the, the funny thing is that people she, abroad. She does kind of live alone. She lives with her uh, cousin, who yeah, is and the her landlady of this uh, yeah. apartment complex. Um, but yeah, she her owned. parents are still present. Yeah, she owned. She owned. Who I. That poor lady is going to have I, back I problems. Uh, I know you she'll do. Be, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. She'll be um, fine. <laughs> who's your favorite character in the show? Shion. Shion. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I like Shion a lot, but no, uh, I like Momo. Momo's cute. She makes me laugh every time I see her. Yeah. Uh, my pro- my favorite is probably uh, Eiko. I don't know. I like uh, her like um, unintentional flirting with girls. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's pretty good. But yeah, yeah, cute show. It is. It is one of those shows. But yeah, yeah, if you if you liked, like I said, Kinmoza or Is Your Order a Rabbit? Here you go. Here's here's more yeah. with different characters. It just appears to be the very definition of what we call moe. Yeah. I guess <laughs> for sure. Fun stuff though. Um, okay, so moving on uh, is the uh, the show I drafted last. Because I figured no one else was going to grab it. Uh, Overlord season two. Um, this uh, it, it's been a, a, a while, so I had to kind of refresh myself, and I watched the last couple episodes. But um, it turns out I really kind of didn't have to. Uh, well, I, we are getting a little bit more irons. Okay, so the preface this in the first episode. You know, um, we get uh, like governments in motion, and and like there's a lot of foreshadowing. <laughs> That I'm gonna go ha- have to go back and rewatch because I've forgotten it at this point. Um, but Ains is you know setting up um, his necropolis or Neriac, yeah, Neriac, I think it's called. Um, and he's trying to figure out, like, in the very end of the last season, uh, his servant Shaltier was taken over by somebody like mind controlled, and he had to fight her and break her of the control. So he's trying to figure out who did that to her, uh, and then. Moving it from episode two, we start a story about lizard people, which I was just like, but I don't care about them. I want to, I want to focus on Ainz and like <laughs> his stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so these, these lizard people uh, all live in, <laughs> these lizard people all live in these, um, these uh, <laughs> communities. Uh, they're, they're like different um Different tribes, I should say. Yeah, there are different tribes of lizard person, and um, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was the last episode that you just linked us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ein sends a or no, Ein sends one of his servants to attack the lizard people, and and the the servant sends out a messenger, <laughs> and he's like, "We're gonna attack you." Like he announces the attack. And so the lizard people all band together for the first time in forever because apparently there's been like bad blood or whatever. And this one, uh, this one lizard 
lizard man. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a, he's red. All the other ones are like <laughs> green. Um, he sets out to to uh, to unite them all, and, and apparently he's like this great warrior. He's got this this weapon that no one else has that has frost powers and stuff like that. So he unites them all, um, and uh, they get attacked. They rebuff the attack, and like in the latest episode, we finally get more irons because I've been sick of watching these stupid lizard folk. <laughs> Um, so I'm kind of wondering where they're going to go with this next season because like they haven't really made any ground on who like, I don't for full disclosure. I don't read the light novel. I know it's out in English. I don't know what's going on. So maybe this is building up to something, but I just, I don't care about the lizard people. Uh, so I'm wondering where Ainz is going with this. Cause in the, in the latest episode, he revealed himself to the lizard folk and pretty much gave them terms kind of. Uh, it was nice to see, though, because, like, the lizard folk uh, pretty handily beat back uh, uh, the armies of uh, Niriak. And um, when Ein shows up with his servants, they shit on the lizard people. Like, they have this, uh, they have a meeting between uh, Ein's and his his servants and the, uh, the, the red lizard man and his brother. And the one of the servants just says, uh, like, kneel. And it's almost like an omnipotent thing. They they kneel without thinking about it. Hmm. <laughs> so it shows, like, the, the, the power difference. But I'm just not sure where they're going. So, so I, I'm especially now looking at, like, the character art for this show. Um, these characters look awesome. I'm like super interested in, in actually watching the show based on just the fact that the like some of these characters and the art that they have. I don't know if they look that good in the actual show as they do on my anime list, but um, this show started out though in the first season as a trapped in an MMO show. Uh, is there any sign that that is even the case in the okay, second season, so or is it pretty much just a fantasy in, in world the, at this in point? In the first and second season, so what happens? Uh, go back and watch the first season if you if you have it if you're mm-hmm. listening. Um, uh, Ainz is playing in an MMO and he, the, the MMO is about to be shut down. It's on its last, ber- it's on its last legs and he goes into his guild hall. He makes some changes to some stuff just for fun. And then he sits down on his throne and he falls asleep. And when he wakes up, the world is real. Uh, now from there, there really isn't much more in the M- about the MMO except every now and again, Ainz has uh, inner monologue, and you like because normally you hear him in his in his game or his real life voice. It's very deep and you know uh, commanding mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but in his inner monologue, he sounds like a Japanese man, and um, every now and again he'll be like, "Huh?" In the game, this never happened. So he's like. He's trying to figure out even now into season two, he's like trying to figure out what's different between what is now his real world and what was the game. Uh, because, you know, AI doesn't act like, you know, real life things. So he's got to kind of try yeah. and work his way through stuff. But other than that, there's not really a whole lot of anything. He's just. So this very well could just all be going on. He like he could have died in a sleep and this could all be going yeah, on in yeah, some he, kind he of afterlife. Right or, yeah. Yeah. Or this could be just a really huh. super elaborate dream. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so really the whole MMO thing was just the way it opened, but this is really a fantasy oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it shows. I mean, there are some things that, like, you're like, okay, that's MMO-y. Like, for example, he, he was an endgame character, like, you know, with endgame gear in this game. So he is a god in this world. Yeah. Um, like, his servants revere him like a god. So even it, when he tells them, you know, I'm not. But... Yeah, so we're, uh, we're we're going into this where like Ayn's always kind of has. I I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm just I'm impatient for it. I should say, I really want this story to wrap up because I want to see Ayn's fighting some more. I I really enjoy watching him fight. So, uh, yeah, Overlord nice. season two. Oh, yeah, if this... you have seen the first season, why aren't you watching the second one? If you haven't, <laughs> uh, and you like fantasy, you probably should. See the first season. Thank I'm you. probably adding this to my. Uh, <laughs> I'm adding this to my key right now, actually, because that definitely sounds like a fun ride. Yeah, I think you'd really, really like uh, Overlord. Uh, okay, moving on uh, from, you know, violent action fantasy to Bowie, kind of. <laughs> uh, I've been watching this one. I, I wasn't really expecting to pick it up, but I decided to, and I and even then I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, but I really am. Uh, high school babysitters, or school babysitters, or should I say school baby shitters, uh, because <laughs> because they can't they can't, they can't say sitter in Japanese, so it always comes out as baby shitas, and it's like mm, so close, so close. Uh, uh, this is the story of um, Ryuchi Kashima and his brother Kotaro Kashima, and their parents are apparently the worst. Uh, because, uh, they were, they were very flamboyant and they liked to travel and all this stuff. Oh, one day they die in a plane crash, leaving behind their two sons. Um, and from that, a, uh, a woman, uh, what's her name? She's a, a woman who's like the, the head of a, uh, uh, an academy, uh, takes them in, um, as like her charges eventually you find out that this is actually their they're kind of like a strange grandmother who wasn't really close with her with her kid so she didn't find out about them until well her child was dead um and so she takes him in on the condition takes them in on the condition that ryuchi the older one will um will become a member of the babysitter's club uh, because her her staff, you know, her uh, teachers um, need a daycare center, and she's got one person on staff for for um, to to watch over the kids. That's uh, uh, Yoshihito, but um, you know they need more hands. So he joins, and you know, pretty happy to have a place for him and his little brother. Um, and from there, it's it's pretty like moe cutesy because these these kids are really fucking cute like the little kids like kotaro is really cute and then all the little kids in the babysitters club are really cute um they're very young i mean they're like two three-year-olds or toddlers so you know they got that okay using uh using sweetness and lightning as a bar cuter or not uh, cute. that's not fair <laughs> <laughs> she'll always be cuter she's always just the cutest thing 
no, I just wanted to see how they, cute they're, we were, how they, we they're were close talking. though. They're really, really close. I mean, they got like the baby talk. They're they're very close to what a a toddler would be like. And this is coming from somebody who's the oldest of six. So, I mean, I'm I'm used to to kids speak. My nephew's starting mm-hmm. to do it now. Uh, but but yeah, so. I, very cutesy. What I wasn't expecting out of this show, I was expecting cute. I was expecting some funny. I wasn't expecting like really heartfelt stuff. Like in the first episode, uh, we get um, Ryu, you know, uh, actually kind of breaks down a little bit because he hadn't cried at all because he was so worried about his little brother, uh, Kotaro, that, you know, he just, he just didn't have time to connect that, hey, mom and dad are dead. And it's uh. a really hard scene to watch. Like in, in a Moe show, it just surprised the shit out of me. Like I actually got a little choked up hmm. watching it. Um, but there's a it's a rough uh, it's a rough thing to to have as a kind of a backstory for these kids. Yeah, well, so that's, and that's the thing is, as I was watching the first episode, and I'm watching uh, Ryu, uh, the Ryu, they call him Ryu. I was watching Ryu, and I'm just like, what is wrong with this kid? Like. He's got like no emotion and his parents are dead. And at the end, they give it to you. And I'm like, oh, no, don't do this now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was hard to watch, but it's so it's it's good. There's like there's these kind of like little heartfelt moments inside the show. Like um, uh, we even get uh, like a different character. Oh, what's her name? I, th- I want to say it's Maria. She's like um uh, like the the student council president or like the class rep or something like that. Real smart, uh, but because she's really smart, she feels like you know it ostracizes her from everyone else. And so she has this moment, I think in episode two or three, where like she breaks down and like because she she hasn't developed the social skills to make friends, but the the kids, you know, like the little ones, help her kind of break out of that because you know they're kids, so they don't they don't understand the like how she is socially off putting. Because they're kids, mm-hmm. they just they want to be around people, so it's it's a really great show. It's very heartwarming. Like it makes me very happy to watch. Again, another one after shows that I watch that are a little bit more serious. It's nice to have something like this to watch and be like, okay, I feel a little bit better about life and people in yeah. general. Sounds like uh, it has a, cool. a lot of depth that I wasn't necessarily expecting, which is neither awesome. was I. Yeah. <laughs> neither was I'll I. definitely uh, have to check that one out. I what do you call it the uh, I, I I like based on the picture too. I was I don't know what I was expecting, but it, like two dudes in a in a, a daycare center. I was a little worried about it. I will say, little caveat: there is one character. Yeah, it's not it's not overt. And like his name, there's this guy named what is it? Is it Kago? I don't remember. It's a, there's a student at the school, and he's like this really popular guy, like apparently really hot because all the girls really like him. Um, apparently he really likes little kids it's not like a lust after little kids but he does get a nosebleed every time he's near one which is a little worrying (laughs) the good thing Mm. is that's only in one episode and like he's he himself that character has a friend who's like all right you need to get the hell out of here (laughs) um so it's not like hajimete no gal and uh, but it was like when I saw him, I'm like, oh, no, 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 not here. Not now. <laughs> hmm. Could it be? I mean, I just think everyone, especially with the way the media has been lately, everyone's just expecting people to be perverts. Is it possible he just thinks they're so cute that he got it, a nosebleed? I mean, I, I can't imagine. That's what I'm that's what I'm, I'm going off of because they haven't mm-hmm. they haven't said otherwise. 
So I'm hoping that's right. what it is. I hope they never, ever, ever specify on what it is. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, no. I, I, I think uh, <laughs> with this show, I think Gagok said it best in his in his latest. Uh, uh, what is it like in a nutshell series where he just summarizes the season? Um, when he said uh, that that this was a show that's trying to make uh, uh, Japanese adults and young or Japanese adults, yeah, uh, uh, maybe have some sex, <laughs> maybe have some kids, <laughs> because uh, look at how cute they are. <laughs> maybe maybe that's... maybe boost that population up a little bit. I, you I know, don't think I that's what it is, that but about... it's funny. It's a funny thought. I, I do wonder sometimes, especially. With shows like we were talking about earlier with Miss Kozumi um, loves ramen and um, Dagashi Kashi, and it, it shows that almost seem like they're trying to promote a certain message uh, or an industry in the ramen industry or the candy industry or potentially the baby making industry. <laughs> <laughs> if you call that an industry, you almost wonder if there are people pulling strings somewhere that are trying to make that happen. But that's that's interesting. Yeah, no. Interesting it's a funny thought. I don't. I don't think it's at all what's happening here. But yeah, if you if you want a, like a really super heartfelt uh, anime this season, this is probably the one for you. Uh, and well, one that's heartfelt when and has like you know those uh, those cute and funny moments that'll make you smile. Cool. So school babysitters, go give that a watch. Uh, speaking of, speaking of babies, Logan, you were a baby, I think, when. Uh... This next show <laughs> was, was he? There's no way. <laughs> when, the, when, the, the, oh, just, when did, when did the original come out? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I gotta you're make me look this yeah, up. Gonna, I gotta nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, there's no way he was a baby. No, I was uh he was a baby. Years old. You were a baby. I was seven years old. That's a baby. That's not okay. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> a stretch. <laughs> only only well, okay, uh, I was gonna say only parents say that, but you do you who do have experience in that. Anyway, um <laughs> anyway, this is uh card capture hmm. Take two? Take two. Card capture Sakura. Clear card hen. My first waifu returns. <laughs> yeah, this with with much better animation. This is um this is one of the shows that I drafted. Uh it um it picks up right right where card capture Sakura left off. Uh card uh Sakura is um going to middle school now her brother is in college and everything seems right with the world when uh one night sakura has a dream that all of her cards turn clear and when she wakes up it's true uh all of her cards are clear and she can no longer use them um she has a follow-up dream that there's a new key and uh she gets it she wakes up with it uh, which is kind of weird that she can pull stuff out of dreams, but magical girl. Um, and so now she is on a hunt for, well, not, she's not, it's not the, like the last one. She's not on a hunt for cards. They just kind of start appearing, like, cause she doesn't know what to expect. This isn't like the cloud cards where she had some precedent for it. There's this mysterious figure and like every now and again, weird stuff will happen and she's just got to snap. Like, oh, crap, this is another card, and she, you know, she's got new powers. Um, and she's got to fight it to get the new powers, I should say. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, very nostalgic, I think, is the word you said, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, this show this show blasted me right in the face with nostalgia. I really did not expect to be so moved by seeing Sakura again, but just the way they opened it and introduced her again, the whole, you know, getting up in the morning to go to school thing and, you know, in her middle school uniform. And so it, it was just like, it, it almost brought me to tears seeing it, which is just so odd and not a reaction I expected to see. I, I was not an enormous Cardcaptor Sakura fan. I liked it a lot. Um, as a young kid, I thought she was super cute. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It was just really cool seeing her come back again. Uh, all, all the characters but, pretty much have their same little, little shticks, I guess you could say like, uh, mm-hmm. Tamayo still loves to record Sakura. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've seen the original and I'm, I'm slowly but surely making my way through the original again. I, I think I'm almost done with the, the cloud card arc. Um, hmm or whatever it's called, that first one. But um, uh, I had forgotten uh, the the kind of uh, relationship change between Shaoran and Sakura. Um, Meilin isn't in this anime. She's back in Hong Kong, quote-unquote. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the the older characters are, you know, pretty much still doing the same thing that they were doing when when we left them. Um, We do get... A new character very recently in in the latest episode, uh, but we are not really sure what she's doing. And for a while there, it was just um, uh, kind of card of the week, kind of like the original. Um, But I will say without the buildup, and and I like I kind of like that a little bit more. Uh, In the original, there was all this buildup to the card and eventually Sakura or whoever would be like, oh, this is a cloud card, and you're kind of, you know, now you watch it, you kind of smack your forehead, and you go, well, well, duh, what the hell else would be doing this? Um, <laughs> but now, like, there's there's more character stuff that happens, and then when the weird stuff happens, Sakura is, like, right on it, and she's like, okay, cloud, or not cloud card, whatever this card is, clear card. Um, so I, I am enjoying that, that there's a little less feet dragging in that way. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the very last episode, I'm pretty happy that we're getting a little intrigue. Uh, there's something happening in the background that uh, that we don't know about. Uh, that other characters know about that, um, you know, Sakura is unaware of. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. I'm interested to hear what you what you think of this. I, I watched the first two episodes. Um, decided, I guess that. At my current place in, in life, this is not a show that I'm probably going to follow or, or continue with unless, you know, maybe that intrigue actually is something that I want to follow. Um, does her, is she getting like awesome? I mean, did, did the magical girl costumes uh, keep up with how good they were in the previous? Oh, they, she still does. <laughs> she still gets them. I mean, yeah. it, as long as Tomoyo is there, she's going to have, uh, you know, a, a new uh, yeah. outfit. She, she had one in the last one that kind of looked like a Chinese outfit which was kind of interesting. Huh. That was one of the cool things. I, the design, I got to give the, the character designer so much credit for coming up with so many like cool new magical girl outfits in that yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they, they really, you know, stretch them out. And um, that's gotta be a fun, a fun show to do the art for, I think. Or a very frustrating one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, the, um, I don't know. I, I will say, uh, that the, I, I will be following this show quite a bit. I, there are some times that I'm like, all right, get to the point, you know, like 
some of the the cutesy stuff doesn't grab me as much as it did when I was a kid, but I'm still really, really enjoying it, uh, especially uh, for the fact that, you know, the for the, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say fight scenes because they're not really fight scenes, but, you know, the, the card capturing, you know what I mean? Um, so, I don't know, I... I would uh I would recommend this to anybody who watched Card Capture Sakura. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, granted, if you if you've never seen Card Capture Sakura, you're gonna be lost. You're gonna be so incredibly lost in that first episode because you you're you're missing several episodes of um It's all fan service for, for people who follow the you know, the yeah. Earlier so show. no, I, like I was saying, I, I I'm enjoying it for the the card capturing because there's a little bit more to it. I think this time around because now she she's got to work with a whole new set of cards, and there's even one where Tomoyo is is directly like helpful in capturing it, which is nice to see. Like they they go back to you know uh, Sakura uh, getting help from other people. You know what I mean. Um, because that that's what it was uh for a long time was uh it's not just sakura it's you know other people that help her out which is uh i don't know it's not terribly different for um magical girl shows uh you know the whole power of of friendship stuff but yeah. I like it in card capture. I like the way they do it in card capture Sakura because not all of them are magical girls. Um, but yeah, card capture Sakura. Uh, if you're watching, um, or if you've watched the original, then uh, definitely give a clear card a try. Although the... I, I, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir because I feel like anybody who's seen card capture Sakura is already watching it. Yeah, is uh is the original on, uh, Crunchyroll? That is a good. Or is it question. on Funimation? If it's or on one, I imagine it? it's on the other. Yeah. Uh, I know. I I kind of wonder because um, uh, Card Captor Sakura is on on Crunchyroll, all seventy episodes. Hmm. Um. So yeah, go give that a watch. If you haven't already, and if you like Magical Girl, <laughs> now, is it? So I'm, you know, I know nothing about Car Capture Soccer. I haven't seen any of it. Oh, it's got the dub as well. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Is it? What kind of a Magical Girl show is it? Is it kind of like a, just kind of cute little yeah. battles no, and it, stuff, or it's, does it's it get a dark one. at all? Okay. Uh, it doesn't get dark it does get a little serious later on okay. Okay. uh but but never really in the dark realm nothing nothing ever dies i don't no not that i can okay. think of i can't think of any any real super dark yeah it does get serious i mean it gets suspenseful from time to time uh but mostly cutesy um you know in the original she was an elementary school girl gotcha. yeah was she in fourth grade so um and she's fighting kind of like monsters and trying to trap them in her cards i mean <laughs> i just just this is you know 90s magical girl so like if, just for an example when when she fights the big card um uh she 
no, was it big or strength? I don't know. There was there was one card she fought where she made herself into like kaiju sized, <sighs> and the whole city nobody notices. So it's that kind of anime. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, suspend your suspend your your disbelief Absolutely. for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Go watch some card capture Sakura. You got seventy episodes to catch up on. I know. Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, anything else to say on it, Jeff? Before I close out. No, no. Yeah, it's. I think you pretty much covered it. It's uh, definitely more Sakura. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh show. yeah, no, it, it, it looks. looks it looks gorgeous. Oh, one more thing. One, one, one more thing. Um, the OP. <laughs> the OP. I love the way they like it doesn't sound like the original, but they do this thing where mm-hmm. like in the original OP, she kind of uh, steps on like a, a soccer pedal and they do it in the this new OP. And I'm like, oh, great homage to the to the original. I love mm-hmm. it. It made me really happy to watch. Anyway. Yeah, the OP was all part of the nostalgia trip. I feel like I took when when I watched that first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. OP. I've had the the OP for the original stuck in my head for like a week now. Um, okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, so the next show is another one I'm watching. I actually, I actually had to watch the first four episodes recently to catch up because I'd been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. But I'm glad I did watch it because I want to talk about uh, – this is a hard one to say. Uh, Karakai, Jozu no Takagi-san. Henceforth, will be referred to as Takagi-san. Um, <laughs> this is a show about uh, – a boy named Nishikata and a girl named Takagi who sit together in the back of the class because it's always the back of the class. Um, and it's the back window seat, of course. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Nishikata is kind of obsessed with getting back at Takagi because Takagi is constantly teasing this kid. Um, she likes to, to, uh, to get him to react to her, like, childish little pranks uh and then his reactions uh get him in trouble with his t-shirts and stuff like that uh and uh, pretty pretty early on in the first episode we find out that it's because takagi really likes nishikata um you know she's interested in him and so she likes to you know poke fun at him um i mean that's like that's pretty much the show in a nutshell (laughs) I, I can't really describe more without without going into like actual events, but I mean, suffice it to say, it's just really heartwarming in a different, like romantically heartwarming, kind of like I, I don't want to say it's more heartwarming than school babysitters, but it's it's a different kind or like when they have these little moments where the teasing kind of stops and Takagi like kind of shows her. I, I, for lack of a better term, dare side. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I was like, aw, that was really <laughs> fucking cute. Um, on top of that, there's also like, there these little breaks in the show where we follow three girls, uh, Mina, Yukari, and Sanai. And those are really funny because they're just like, those are slice of lifey. It's just them doing stuff or arguing about stuff. Uh, the funniest one uh, was when the three of them, or two of them, the three of them are like are like sitting by this bush and two of them are dubbing over the mouth movements of cats uh, <laughs> as if they're a husband and wife <laughs> and then and then uh uh they find out that both of the cats are boys so then they start 
dubbing over the voices, uh, dubbing over the the cat's mouth movements as if they're bros. (laughs) It's it's just like funny little funny little um, interruptions into the show about teasing, which kind Mm, of okay, it keeps it fresh so that it's not a constant barrage of the teasing game. Um, The teasing game, I. It's not losing me because I'm still interested because I want to get to that end point where, again, you know, Takagi is being, you know, cutesy around uh, Nishikata. Um, but uh, uh, after a while, it does. it is kind of, okay, she's going to tease him. Obviously, she's going to win. It's funny to see how she wins sometimes. Like, for example, uh, Nishikata throws a, uh, a can into, into the, the garbage can and and he makes it in you know he shoots and scores essentially and so takagi uh tries to do it as well she shoots and she misses and uh what do you call it she's able to get him to agree to a contest so she essentially hustles him like a pool shark uh (laughs) and then she wins and now he has to do whatever she says like once or something like that so some of them are pretty funny others of them it's like all right move move on with this but i'm still uh, very much enjoying this show more than I thought I was going to. Um, there, there are also side characters, um, two of which are actually in a relationship. I'm kind of wondering if we're ever going to go into those characters because they are in the OP as well, uh, along with others that we don't really see a whole lot of. We'll just they'll say a few lines and it's back to Nishikata and Takagi. Um, but yeah, if you're into uh, if if that sounds appealing to you, you know girl teasing boy kind of funny slightly, <laughs> slightly heartwarming uh, i could then, uh i could go for some romance uh, yeah, this yeah. season this is a pretty cute one and we have a good romance i think at least shaping up to be potentially a good one that we'll talk about next episode yeah i'm looking forward to hearing about that one as well oh yeah um, yeah 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 but that is not this time no no it is not so yeah uh takagi-san uh go give that a watch it's on crunchyroll and uh, it's pretty pretty good thus far. Okay, uh, the next anime is another one I'm watching. It, this one's on Amazon. It is Kokoku. Uh, <laughs> this one's going to be a little bit harder to describe. Um, so <laughs> it begins, uh, we're following this girl named Judy. Uh, she is um, trying to find a job. Uh, she lives with her at home with her family, and her family all kind of lives together. Uh, she's, uh, she lives with her dad, uh, her older brother, who's a neat, um, her sister who has a kid, uh, Makoto is the kid. He's, I don't know, elementary school student. Um, and then their granddad lives like very close by, I think maybe even on like in like the same compound as that, Hmm. their house. Um, and so they're all kind of like. I don't want to say it this way. It's kind of mean because I'm not doing much better, but they're like a family of losers essentially, except gotcha. for the, like the little boy who's, you know, who's a good kid. Um, and one day, uh, uh, the brother is, uh, what's his name? Subasa. Subasa, they send him to go pick up Makoto from school. And so Subasa, uh, goes, picks up his nephew from school and on the way home, uh, a group of men uh, kidnap the two of them. And 
they they call the house and they ransom them. They're like, bring this much money to you know such and such place, and or we're gonna kill your nephew and your brother. Uh, and Judy freaks out, and uh, her dad uh, Takafumi he freaks out at. But the the granddad who I'm not sure if he has a name on my anime list. He's listed as Jisan, which did he not get a name anyway? Um, <laughs> He, he, you know, kind of snaps him out. He's like, calm down, you know, let's not freak out. And he sits uh, his son and his granddaughter around a table around this rock. He cuts his hand and he pours his blood, his blood into this rock. And while they're sitting there, these like jellyfish creatures come and they like, kind of infuse into their bodies. And the whole world stops. So they are moving around in a frame of time. Like nothing's moving except them. Um, and you come to find out that their family has owned this rock that has the ability to control time, to stop time, I should say, for generations and generations. Like the granddad's granddad was the one who taught him about this. Um, and so they go like to to pick up um, Tsubasa and Makoto from you know, the kidnappers layer or whatever. And Hey, it turns out there are actually other people moving around in this frozen frame of time. And they attack because they want the rock that the granddad has. Um, and there's some kind of, from what we get thus far, there's some kind of cult, uh, that, you know, believes, uh, that, that they can change the world with this ability to stop time. And that the, this family that, um, I guess the Yukawa family that has held this rock for years and years and years um, have been hoarding it and stuff like that, even though they haven't been using it. Um, a little later into the show, uh, we get we, we find out that um, certain members of the family have powers within uh, this frozen frame of time. Uh, Jisan uh, is the first one who, like, he reveals he can teleport, but it's very short distances and it takes a lot out of him. And at this point in his life, he's a very old man, so it's hard for him to do it. Um, we also get one for jury, but I don't want to spoil anything. This is a show that if you're, if this sounds appealing to you, you need to watch it because it's very good. And like, there's so much going on in it uh, that um, yeah, you, you have to watch it. Uh, I, I can't spoil anymore. Um, there, there are these interesting creatures too that walk around in this frozen frame of time. And if, if you, as a, I think they're called like guardians or something. If you are in this frozen frame of time and you're moving and you try to kill somebody who's, who's frozen in time, these guys will come and kill you. Um, so it, it, there's this interesting uh, intrigue as to what the, what these things are and how they came about. Um, yeah, it's it's full of mystery, just full of mystery and drama, and they're really good at cliffhangers. <laughs> what were you saying, Jeff? Is there a show that you would kind of compare this one to? Uh, no. Like, it sounds very Not interesting. <laughs> like, is there anything that it makes you think I, of? I can't really think of anything. I, I'm sure someone hmm. with more knowledge in, like, mystery-type anime uh, mm -hmm. would be able to... I mean, not really. Just like any mystery where you don't really know what's going on, I guess. But just anything else, I can't. I can't really think of. 
it, it's kind of hmm. cool that that the the these the powers that these people have are kind of limited uh, thus far from what I've seen. Um, yeah, just a lot of moving parts in this anime, so you got to really pay attention to this one. Uh, another thing uh, before I finish off with this one: best OP of the season. This <laughs> this show by far has the best. It's so good sounding, like just, and it looks so good. It is it is a beat and a half. Just go go give it go give it a listen. Yeah, I'll have to give that a listen. It's on Amazon. Too, yeah, it's right? on Amazon. Kokoku. Yeah, cool. Um, I don't want to spoil any more, but if that sounded interesting, if it, if a mystery with just several layers to it uh, sounds interesting yep. to you, then uh, go give that one a watch. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna man, you added at least three new anime for me to watch this uh, episode. <laughs> I'm thinking in the next anime, <laughs> there'll, there'll be a couple more too. Um, but we got one more. And I'm still working through Showa Genroku, so it's like, good grief. What am I going to do with my life? <laughs> Too much anime. <laughs> Not enough time. Um, speaking of fantastic OPs, uh, the final uh, anime that we are going to talk about this episode was my number one pick, and that is Laid Back Camp, or Yuru Camp, um, which is a fantastic anime about girls who go camping mm-hmm. um the uh, the first episode starts off with a uh, a girl named Rin kind of biking her way to a campground <laughs> in the middle of winter mm-hmm. um because that's what she does she goes solo camping only in the winter um and uh she runs across a girl named Nadeshko who just moved to the area um <laughs> and uh, biked herself up to this uh, campground area so that she could see the uh, wonderful view of Mount Fuji, but got tired and took a nap on the bench. And before she knew it, it was nighttime and she missed the view. So they, <laughs> uh, she chases Rin back to her campground and then Rin kind of gives her food and they kind of just have a, a great little uh, time camping and then they get to see wonderful views and stuff it's like this anime is just it's gorgeous um i love the character designs the music is fantastic and it's just so chill and fun and makes me want to go camping um yeah Yeah. i don't know it's fantastic there's a lot there's a lot going on in the show that you're just like i don't know um it, you don't realize it because, like you said, it's very oh well, for lack of a better term, laid back. Yeah. Um, uh huh. But uh, like you, you learn a lot in this show, quite mm-hmm. a bit, uh, because they they do go over um, different nuances of camping, and it's interesting to me as someone you know who camps, who's you know been camping and who enjoys camping, uh, to see how Japanese people do it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I don't think I've ever been to a campground that never that didn't allow fire. And yeah. or didn't allow like like ground fires, so they have these these stands that they put wood on top of, and like it's almost like a fire pit, but it looks so weird. Like yeah, the, I just don't understand how it works. Yeah, it's like but, it's like a a stand with like a big square that you just put the fire wood on and light it. And yeah, how does that not how does that not get on the ground? I don't know. I know. Yeah. Like I would be so bad at that, but. But <laughs> yeah, they, they teach you quite a bit of stuff and, and 
you you get to see these amazing views and like the whole time i'm thinking god i want to go to japan like i want to go to japan to go to like like any other anime fan does i want to go to akihabara Uh i i want to get as much anime goods as i can and i want to come home broke but like Mm -hmm. you know and on top of that like kyoto and and i'm a you know history nerd and stuff like that but now i want to go to japan to (laughs) camp i want to camp at the base of mount fuji because like some of those one of those views are some of those views are gorgeous. Yeah, like, so nice. That's impressive. Like I've, yeah. I've, I think the closest I've come to camping uh, near something like that was uh, here in California. I've camped around Mount Shasta, which is you know really gorgeous in its own right. But um, I, I'd love to see Mount Fuji like at night in the full moon. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh my and, god! It was and so I have good. The, the addition of being an adult, so I can have a beer while I'm watching it. Um, oh, yes, <laughs> but yeah, the, and and then the the characters are just are just hilarious. R- Rin is Rin's great. Um, she's very subdued and quiet. Uh, Nadeshko uh-huh. is hilarious. I mean, at one point she's con, con, uh, compared to a dog, like a puppy, and that yeah. is what she reminds me of. She's very ganky and like can do, wants to get into to what she's doing. Um, what was I gonna say? But like. Like aside from uh, the characters, it's their interactions. Like we don't just get like their face to face interactions. We hear, we hear them uh, their inner monologue while while they're talking, like while they're typing out texts. And some of their texts are just hysterical. Hysterical, yeah. The one where uh, Rin's texting her friend uh, Anna Saito. Yes, yes, and that one. She asks for the food, and she says no, and then she starves to death. And she tells Rin <laughs> to get eaten by bears, and then Rin says she got eaten by bears. It's so good. Yeah, she she says something like she actually like voices the automatopoeia for like dies like blah, 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 yeah, I'm dead. So good. So good. I laugh so hard. It's uh oh my god. And yeah, there's just like so many tiny things that the show does really well, or that just makes me laugh. Like the freaking pine cones that say konnichiwa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she she picks it up and like in the tiniest little voice, it's like Konnichiwa. Yeah, Konnichiwa. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I don't know if you've seen the most recent episode, but uh she's riding her uh like moped and (laughs) she like gets off the moped at one point and the uh the moped in the same voice is like exhausted <laughs> it's so good no i haven't it's seen so it yet good. i gotta watch it oh I, God, I can't wait so i can't wait and uh, uh like man like we talked about ramen earlier and how that made me hungry and this showed in addition to the beautiful camping and all that the food looks so good yeah in the show like i went out after watching this third episode and bought a bunch of gyoza because i want to make gyoza hot pot and like they make uh instant ramen look good it's man what a yeah. show it, it is what it is show. i i was expecting to enjoy the show i wasn't expecting it to be as good as as it is or at least as yeah. i think it is um it kind of blew me away and like you said that op man every time it's i'm just so i'm hyped to watch the show i i actually i have it sitting right next to me yep there it is um i, I bought it on cd japan and it's it's been in my ear for like the past week while i've been doing homework and stuff i just love it yeah, and take it from me as the the guy that never watches OPs or EDs. Like, this one, I watched this one because it's so good. It's so good. Um, who's your favorite character? Um, who's, who's best girl? Honestly, uh, I really I really like Rin. 
um, yeah. because she's just, I don't know. I, I normally don't like the subdued, quieter ones, uh-huh. but she's she's just social enough to be believable. Like, she's not one of uh-huh. those, like, I, I know that, you know, don't come at me with, like, there are people who are withdrawn and whatnot. I know. But, I mean, <laughs> like, for me and, like, my, because I'm out in the world, unless unless you're talking to me, like, I'm pretty withdrawn. I don't really seek out people to talk to. But once, you know, you get me going, I don't shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, so she's believable to me in that sense. Like, it's, it's hard to, you know, to kind of, to get started with somebody, like, someone like that. But, like, then they're just super friendly and, you know, she's a really good person. So, yeah. Yeah. The Kuma hair bit was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like her I, I giant really, bun too. It makes me laugh. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, her <laughs> hair. She, I think she has the best hair of the season. She's almost got like the Marge Simpson do going on. Yeah, a little bit <laughs> blue. Um, I love Rin, but I also really like Owie, the uh, the girl from the club. Oh, she, yeah, the brown hair girl. The the two girls from the club are actually really funny too. Yeah, I, I like when they <laughs> when they when they tried to get Chiaki uh, warm without using a sleeping bag. Yeah, they they wrapped her up in all that packing stuff, and it's like she was getting ready to be shipped, shipped off. Yeah, uh, and the the job interview was really good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. reminded me of my uh, first job interview. Oh God, it, <laughs> it's just a really good up or a really good uh, anime. Yeah, and uh, I I think it is deserving of my number one pick. I have no regrets whatsoever. No, nor should you. This that this yeah. was this turned out so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like I thought it was just going to be like a relaxing show that I'd be like, okay, this is fun. But I and I look that, forward to. But I it's look, also well, so much I, more. <laughs> it's just I look forward to every episode. Whereas like normally with relaxing shows, I can I can hold off watching. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but with this one, uh, the only reason why I haven't seen the latest episode is because in preparation for this podcast, I wanted to catch up on everything else. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure, but. As soon as we're done with this, I'll probably be watching. <laughs> Please do. Because there's more cool. great food in that episode. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. What's up, Jeff? No, yeah, that sounds it sounds good. Yeah. Who doesn't like camping? <laughs> exactly. Monsters. My, I, I was actually going to say the same thing. <laughs> Monsters don't like camping. We're sorry if you actually don't like camping. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. You do you. You're a monster. <laughs> what Jeff said. <laughs> I... I'm not liable in any way for what Jeff said. He said you're the monster. Does not reflect the opinions of all the hosts yes. on the Anamericade podcast. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. What a season! What a season! Yeah, and we're not even done. This, this no. We we have so many shows to talk about. Uh, people out there that uh, we had to split it into two. We looked at it and we're mm-hmm. like, it's like we're, we're recording right now, Super Bowl Sunday. You know, some of us. Some of us are probably going to watch the game, and uh, we're like, "There's, there's no way if we did if we did both, we'd be here many, many hours." Yeah. yeah, but but we will we will be bringing you episode two or part two of this uh, uh, first impressions next week. So not two weeks from now, like our normal schedule, but because I figured um, if we waited two weeks, it'd be damn near mid season. Okay, well, let's do one question real quick before we uh, call it a day here. Um, and this one comes in from Phil Rule sixty nine or Phil or Judy sixty nine, depending on 
what he feels like on our Discord. Um, and the question is in the form of a haiku, as per usual. And it is, is your ideal girl different in anime than a real-life waifu? Uh, I just, I, I want to touch on what, uh, what Kubei said about this. Uh, that's not a great haiku. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. He got, this, he got his syllables wrong, but it's fine. We forgive him. Step up your game, <laughs> Phil. Um, <clears throat> I'll go, I'll go first, uh, as, uh, you know, one of my shticks in, uh, in this discord about, uh, anime girls is I don't like glasses on anime girls, but I like glasses on girls in real life. Um, so there's that, but, um, other than that, you know, uh, I like blondes, uh, you know, I, uh, my ideal girl different than a real life wife i don't know i mean glasses <laughs> are great on real girls that's what i'll say uh i i really like arrogant characters like even mm-hmm. if they're arrogant for like no reason i liked satanya uh mm-hmm. everyone knows i love nico nico's probably my favorite character period um but i don't think like i eh. Arrogant people don't, I don't hate arrogant people in real life, but I don't think I'd like them as, I don't think I like them quite as much as I do in anime. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind them. I mean, uh, the people that I hang around with uh, at my school, I mean, they're all veterans and some of them are pretty damn arrogant, but uh, so mm-hmm. I don't hate them. It's in real life. It's just, I'm not as high on them as I am in anime. Oh, Yeah. Dairy Dairy best dairy in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be a fan of Yandere in real life. That would uh, you sure about mm, that? You see, I don't want to die. I well, I'm fairly yeah, fond. You don't have to worry about that necessarily. You have as to worry about you other stay people loyal, you're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm fairly fond of living. I'm yeah. fairly <laughs> fond of the person that I am interested in romantically not being in prison. There you go. That's a good one too. Okay. You know what that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> because then um, I start looking elsewhere because, well, I mean, she's in prison. So, of course, we can't be together anymore. She's a <laughs> fucking murderer. So, oh, and when God. she gets out, she shanks the girl I'm with and potentially shanks me. Wow. And then she um, marries your dead body and you live happily ever <laughs> Uh Um. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, sound there, like there, quite a there good are life. ways for women to <laughs> achieve necrophilia, but I don't want that to happen to me. Well, we have gone down a path, that's for sure. <laughs> Jeff, you want to answer the question? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think one of the, the – in some aspects, yes, in others, no. I, I like, I like a, in real life, a girl who's mature and responsible. Um, in anime, I like responsible characters. I like characters who are um, – you know, mature and responsible. But yeah, as Carlos said, I, I, I do have a thing in anime for some of those, like not even just the arrogant, but like the the kind of regal arrogant mm-hmm. characters, like the ones that have the that OJ very Thomas. air. Of mm-hmm. like, right, exactly. Um, I like that particular, uh, I don't know if like, I guess Daya kind of had that a little bit, especially little bit. in the beginning. Um, and uh, certainly I don't think, I think a Genki, person in real life i do tend to like the genki characters uh if they're done well and i think that would get pretty annoying in real yeah. life so um yeah. high energy is too much for me mm-hmm. so uh yeah in uh, some aspects yes and others no and i don't know that i would be attracted to a girl with like pink hair or anything but there have certainly been 
um, characters in the anime that I've I've liked with uh, crazy colors of hair. So I've seen good crazy colored hair in real life. It totally just it depends. It's a case by case basis. You live you live in Seattle, of course. You've seen crazy colored hair. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, damn hippies. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for the question, Phil. Um, we do have other questions, but we'll get to those at a later date. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us today. That's um, a good one. I uh, yeah. really, really like the season. Um, yep. I feel like this is the season that I will uh, I will probably watch a lot of anime. <laughs> I don't know where I was good. going with that. No, I like that. No, get, I, get I, a train of thought. Watch yeah, anime. I, I think, watch a lot uh, of it. Yeah, um, I think I'll probably be watching a lot more anime this season than I typically do. So pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get a hold of us and talk to us about all the great anime this season, you can hit us up on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime underscore or no, just anime arcade there. Uh, we are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Our website is animearcade.net. Um, and, you know, reach out to us on uh, any of those and uh, get an invite to our Discord where we uh, have lots of fun playing games, talking about anime, just, you know, shooting the breeze. Now let us um, let us know, too, if, if any of our uh, discussion today made you like interested in anime i'm always interested to see like <laughs> what what we say like whether or not it, it affects anybody's um you know interest like if they weren't gonna watch a show now they yeah will. yeah exactly like yeah, what yeah. you said with uh, yeah. school babysitters i mean i, I kind of yeah, wonder yeah. If, if any anything mm-hmm. else we said uh kind of triggered somebody to be like okay i'll watch that yeah i yeah i'm interested to see you know who actually cares about our discussions. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. We're shouting into the void. No one. Yeah, it's, no, that's it's true. just the few people on our Discord and Chris and Andrew because they're they're good friends who actually listen to other people's Thank podcasts. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That's it. I'm going to go hang out with friends and watch the Super woo. Bowl. So, until next time. Peace. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you guys next time. <laughs> Later. I can work Hold with on. this. You're gonna have to pause. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. I'll cut all this out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> He's killing them. He's killing them. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard the dogs make that much noise yeah, before. What happened? I think he died. <laughs> he killed him. Oh no. Silence. Oh no.
Carlos. Carlos, are you okay? I picture Carlos walking back with blood splatter yeah. all over the yes. front of his okay, body. Carlos? Dogs. Did the murder uh, go well? Dogs. Anyway, <laughs> what were we saying? Dogs. Okay. Um, I almost just disconnected from Discord instead of stopping the recording. <laughs>